make a commitment. At least I'd say at least three days a week. If you really want to do it, I'd say five days a week. Um, if, mm. you, if you really are like gung ho about it and try out all the different platforms. Cause you might get discouraged on Instagram. You might get discouraged on Facebook, but definitely try out like Periscope or Twitch where, where there's special platforms specifically designed for live streaming, you know, mm. specifically designed for people looking for live streams too. You know, your, your audience, you know, is looking for yep. audience. There is looking for a live stream to watch. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a distribution service that can get your music into all the DSPs like Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram. Over a million artists have used DistroKid. I'm one of those artists. I've used DistroKid to get my music out, distribute some of my songs. As you know, as I look into all of these distribution services, I test them out. And DistroKid is great. They offer a ton of features annual fee, unlimited uploads, and you keep 100% of your royalties. Check out districtkid.com. What's going on? Welcome to the New Music Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ari Herstand, author of How to Make It in the New Music Business, the book. Today, my guest is Claire Means. She's a Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter. She got her start on the street street performing on the Santa Monica Promenade and Pier, and now she is known for her success on the live streaming platforms, specifically Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube Live. Uh, she's actually the one of the most watched musicians on Periscope, and she, since quarantine started and the live music industry kind of shut down and forced her off the street, she started went all in on on live streaming and so she talks all about her journey live streaming how she built up to be the most successful live streamer on periscope and then what it's been looking like the last few months as she has started live streaming on all the other platforms and how she's grown so quickly on twitch and everything else she breaks them down how you can actually make money i mean she makes her full living live streaming right now exclusively live streaming i've been so uh intrigued by her journey live streaming which is why I asked her to become an instructor for Ari's Take Academy and actually teach a course on live streaming for musicians. Head over to ariestakeacademy.com to find more information about that. But this this conversation, I think you're really going to enjoy. It's honestly one of my favorite conversations I've had on the show. Uh, not just because I got to catch up with my old friend Claire, but because it was just really cool to see her enthusiasm for live streaming and it kind of this this other world that exists out there on the internet as always you can find me on instagram and twitter at ari herstand open your instagram app right now and give me a follow we can stay in touch that way i respond best to the dms on instagram fyi also you can follow the show and everything we do the full crew and team it makes uh, takes a lot of people to put this this show together as well as everything we do at Ari's Take you can find us all at Ari's Take on Instagram and Twitter head over to ariestake.com Sign up on the email list. You want to be on that email list. If you're not on that email list, get on that email list. Pull out your phone right now. However you're listening to this, head over to ariestake.com. Sign up on the email list if you're not on the email list. This is where we send out all the information about the new music business, everything we're learning. You're going to want to be on that list. All right, let's kick it into the show. Claire Means, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ari. Yeah. Uh, where are you right now in the world? I am in Los Angeles. Right okay. Now. Okay. Cool. We are both in Los Angeles, but uh, 
because of the state of the world, we are still recording these virtually. Uh, you're in your place. I'm in my place. Cool. Uh, that is a really cool setting that you have set up right now. For those who are just listening, uh, you can check it out on YouTube and see. But you got you got cool lights. You got tapestries. You got a expensive looking microphone there. That's nice. What, is this like a work in progress, or have you been like setting this kind of space up for a little while? Um. Yeah, I've been setting this space up basically over over the past kind of year, I guess, getting okay. all the gear and the nice setting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've been live streaming for much longer than that, but, you know, just kind of up my game this year. Quarantine totally. for a lot of, you know, thought and time. <laughs> I guess, yeah. you know, that is something with quarantine. Um, it has given a lot of people, getting, given everyone kind of some time uh, to maybe put things that were on the back burner and, and, you know, bring them to the front burner yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and really like all the things that were like, you know what, I should do that someday. Uh, just k- gave us a little kick. Just like, well, I got nothing else to do, so I might as well do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, you have made your name as uh, a very successful musician, live streamer, and I want to get into all of that in a little bit, and we'll talk about live streaming and just like how you're making it work um, in kind of this this COVID era and just like all the new technologies and just like what's out there and what's working and what's not working and all the stuff because you've, I mean, gosh, if you could, if you were to add up all your live streaming hours, how many hours would you say you've live streamed just like on any platform, like ever? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I probably, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've probably averaged like 20 hours a week for almost five years. Okay. So maybe, we'll do you know, I don't later. know. That's just, I don't know if it's that much, but it's a lot. Yeah. yeah a lot of no, hours. That's, okay. So 50, some have been weeks, last, some of them more. Times yeah. five, five, 10, 20, 250. We, all right, I'm not going to do the math right now, but that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of hours. That's thousands and thousands of hours. Okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I bet you've reached your 10,000 hours, uh, as Malcolm I Gladwell think I says. I have about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, so we'll get into that. But um, so, so you know, we met in the Los Angeles singer-songwriter scene. Uh, I don't actually remember how – do you remember how we met? I don't remember how we met. I – no. <laughs> I okay. <don't> <laughs> I, I heard like, your wait. name a bunch, I think, before I met you, you know, because I saw okay. like blogs and stuff like that. You know, I think I'm, yeah, I, I don't remember how I first met you, actually. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's, that makes me feel good that you've been hearing my name. So my reputation <laughs> no. preceded me. All right. Yeah, sweet. I think I just met you at a gig or something. You like, like, so yeah. maybe Monday, Monday. We were, at the know, Hotel Cafe. Yeah, yeah, probably that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it's funny because, um, so I used to be in an acoustic trio with um, these two singer-songwriters, uh, Will Hutchinson and Jesse McLeod. Yeah. And we used to perform on the Santa Monica Promenade. But before we did that, uh, Will saw you play um, on the – either on, I think it was on the pier. He saw you on the Santa Monica Pier. And he wrote a song. It's so cute. I don't know. I, know, I think he, yes, you know this, so right? Sweet. Yes. Yeah. He wrote so a song sweet. about yeah. you. Um, yeah. You know, for for everybody. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like a pining love song. It was just like a really sweet. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was in love with you at the time. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it was a very sweet, like you know, uh, painting this picture of this singer songwriter out on the pier saying "Welcome yeah. to L.A." to everybody, and it was like a really sweet, beautiful song. Um, and I think he's released it. I don't actually remember. Um, but yeah, so like your reputa- reputation preceded you as well because to <laughs> me because Will kind of wrote this song. I'm like, well, what's this about? He's like, oh, yeah, there's this singer-songwriter. She plays the pier. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. So yeah. tell tell a little bit of that story of like 
how you start because you started as a street performer yeah. uh not even start like you're basically performing on the street up until uh the pandemic hit up until like lockdown right yeah so um yeah i was performing on the santa monica promenade and on the pier um mm-hmm. about five days a week or so um and yeah and i you know was been doing that for about 10 years or so. And so then wow. um, starting 2015, mm-hmm. um, that's when someone was like putting, the, they were broadcasting me on Periscope, a guy uh-huh. that had to see me a few times um, and that he was like, oh yeah, I was on the pier. Yeah. He's like, you know, they're sending you hearts on Periscope. And so I asked him about Periscope and then that's mm. kind of the next day I was like, you know, that night I downloaded Periscope and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to live stream these like, like these, uh, busking sessions, street performance. Oh, sessions. Wow. So what did you, so, so you hadn't heard of, I guess that was pretty I new. Periscope, Periscope I think launched in 2015. Yeah. Right? Or, this yeah. was, okay. I, I, I think my first scope was, um, either September 1st of 2015 or like mm-hmm. August 31st. Is that, is that the, is that the slang? Is that what the kids call it? Scope? Scope. Cool. Um, all right. Dope. So, Okay, so so that's what got you into live streaming was in was Periscope initially, mm-hmm. and because um, right that because back in the I mean man live stream I think Periscope was one of the first live streaming on a big way uh, platforms to launch. I know that you now uh, the live stream app I think launched prior to Periscope, but it wasn't super popular. And then Periscope because Twitter owns it. When that launched, that kind of blew up a bit. Um, and so you just what were you how were you using it initially were you just using it on the pier when you were busking just like setting your phone up or how did that work yeah I first just started up like just doing it on my phone um Uh every time I'd go street performing you know and I would just set the phone uh behind my tip jar and Mm. you know just press go live and do it that way and yeah then eventually I started doing some some broadcasts from home as well Okay. Yeah, initially, it was just like live streaming all my like my all my street performances and busking. So how did how was that feeling yeah. when you were like playing on the street to people walking by and yeah. they were kind of standing there listening to you and and maybe you know giving you some tips in your jar or something like that? And then you also had this audience on the phone. Were you able to interact with the Periscope audience at the same time? Yeah. So it, I would. I would kind of, you know, do some of my songs. I had it at a distance, so it was behind okay. the tip jar kind of. Um, so they kind of see the whole setting, you know, and it was, you know, the whole setting of like the pier behind me, which is, or, you know, the okay. ocean. And, the, and then, um, so I would kind of just like come in and check in on them, like, you know, mm. when it got to be slow or if I had a break. So mm. I would play some songs, come check in them, like, how are you guys doing? You know, share this out if you can. Oh, how oh, cool. is it going? You know, mm-hmm. Ron and Cindy and, you know, you know, I mean, just mm. kind of give them shout outs when I can, you know, and. Did you let the people, did the people on the street think that you were talking to yourself or that you were having some uh, mental challenges at the moment when you're, (laughs) when you're like screaming at your tip jar? Hi, Ron, Ron. Hey, thank you, Ron. And they're like, whoa, this girl has lost it. They're like, yep. Welcome to LA. This is what happens. (laughs) I can just imagine seeing you go scream at your tip jar. (laughs) No, I think that happened a few times. Like, cause I did hide it, you know, like, and I hid the phone, you know, also because (laughs) 
take your phone while you're while you're playing. Right. But, so I kind of did hide it behind the tip jar, and I would like crouch down and talk. And yeah, it looks like I'm talking in the tip jar. So sometimes when people give me a nasty look, so I'm like, I'm, I'm talking to the money. Sometimes that encourages it to grow. You know, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Talk to your money. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Encourage it. Right. I love that. Um, yeah. Give me some like. What what crazy stories do you have experiences from the street from performing on the street? Give me give me some give me some stories. Oh my gosh. Um let's see. Well, oh man. Uh well I have this one song, Voodoo Doll, um, that this one lady who's not all together that sometimes comes out to the fear, whenever mm-hmm. I play it, um, she like freaks out. She 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 says that like she says that. I stole her voice or something. It's it anyway. So she got, you know, got up in my face and stuff and, you know, and it was kind of like, don't sing that song ever again. Oh, and I'm like, she's got this, like, very intense look. And she's like, you stole my voice. And oh like, my I'm God. like, what? It's, it was just really weird. Um, yeah. I don't know if I don't. So that's let's, terrifying. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah. I had well, another, I had another lady also that got up in my space and um. I can't remember. Yeah. She, she knocked over my tip jar, my CDs and like uh, so these, these guys tried to protect me, but they, they didn't want to like, you know, push her or anything. She was, she was yeah. an older lady. Actually. She got up in the phone, like on Periscope. I wish I had a screenshot and like, it's like, I don't know. So yeah. Um, then I had nice. a guy and I had a guy like dissect the song of mine called fiery one. And he just started calling me all sorts of profanities. Like, I don't even know, you know, I, he was just yelling profanity after profanity. I called the police and he just kept mm. yelling. It took him, you know, a little while to Oof. get there. Then I've been robbed a few times. Yeah. So I don't know. What do, you, what do you mean you've been robbed? How does that happen? Um, well, uh, one time I was, I was, yeah, this is, this is the stupidity of when someone was in your live stream, you have to remember sure. if you're in public, like, right. you know, you have to remember being aware of your surroundings because you can get kind of wrapped up in the stream. So sure. I saw some sea lions in the ocean and I was like, Oh guys, look at the sea lions. I turn around to like show them on my phone, you know, the sea lions. And then, oh, God. And then someone took my, um, took my, uh, tip jar just, whoop, and it was a crowded day. So I have no idea, you know, uh, it was like, you know, they just got lost in a sea of people. So, yeah. uh, but that was, but then it was really nice because people in Periscope, they like stepped up and, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been robbed. And I had just started. So I'd barely make any tips and yeah. they actually like gave me like way more in tips than I had lost so that was, oh, that was wow. nice. it just goes <laughs> to show you like kindness outweighs you know but, yeah but there's definitely a lot of characters and you know and um you know in in, in santa monica and, and, and you know yeah when you're street performing you definitely meet a lot of characters and mm-hmm. oh that i also chased down another guy who stole money and um out of the out of the thing i saw him steal it and uh i chased him down and i was like I, cause I had some people watch my stuff and I was like, uh, can you give me my money back? <laughs> but he was crazy. And, uh, I felt, but I, I just know that when, you know, lots of guys, they'll go to rob one person, they get away with it. They'll rob all of us street performers. So you have to like, oh, stop it or this keep going on. Yeah. I was like, can I have my money back? And he was like, I don't have your money. And I was like, what? And I realized it was in his mouth. Oh man, I'm not. Yeah, it's like you know what? Never mind. You can keep it. <laughs> oh, gross. So what'd you do? Did you get it back? I told him I, yes because I I know it's terrible. I was like, okay. I'm like, he's like, see my pockets. There's nothing. I'm like, spit it out. I can see it's in your mouth. Um, and so then I got someone at the cart nearby gave me some like, um, I can't remember some napkins or something, and I just I. I don't know. I don't even know. I just, 
Yeah. I don't know why I should just let him keep it. But you know, I was just like, at that point, I was just, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to know him. He can't get away with it. Cause he would just keep, you know, sometimes right. people that rob one of us will keep robbing all, you know, so just got to set an example. So I'm like, I'm like, also but the funny thing is like, I had such an adrenaline rush, like, you know, because I confronted him. I'm like, I was like, it's in your mouth. I'm like, I said, do you know how dirty money is? Like uh. you know, put money in your mouth. <laughs> you went all mom on him. I did. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. That out. <laughs> and then I had to find, yeah. Then I had to find napkins to pick it up. So yeah, there's been lots of, but wow. mostly wonderful people. I've met so many sure. wonderful people and, and, and some of the craziness is wonderful and inspiring too. And some of it's scary, you know? So tell me some wonderful stories now that was like stuff that's happened. Oh on man. That. I mean, I don't mean, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm like thinking, well, um, just like all the people you meet out there, the fellow street performers are, are awesome. Um, you know, mm-hmm. some regulars that will come out and, and watch on a regular basis. How often would you, would you go out and street perform? Um, like, f- like five days a week on average, I'd say. Wow. Yeah. And where you don't like mm-hmm. daytime or nighttime or both? Um, mostly I do nighttime, but sometimes I do daytime. Yeah. Five mostly nights a week. Okay. So this is like yeah. a full-time job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely been some wonderful people, uh, yeah, that, that I've, that I've met out there. Um, actually, uh, there's, a, there's a guy named John who, who's helped me. He's seen more of my performances than anyone else probably. Oh, wow. Um, um, other than some of the people on Periscope that probably have, but, but, he, but John's, John's been hanging out watching my street performances since before I even started live streaming. But anyway, yeah, he's mm-hmm. super nice. He's a homeless guy. I met out there, but he's just like, he's like, let me watch your stuff. You know, he helps me move my stuff when I have to move mm-hmm. it. And just like, he's just super kind and always like looking out for me. And I try to look out for him too, you know? Oh. So, so yeah, that's, I actually like, that's one thing I just keep thinking about, like, how is he doing in COVID, you know, cause I haven't seen him now mm-hmm. for six months. Like yeah however long this has been but -hmm. anyway so yeah he's like one of the super inspiring and kind people i've met Mm. there yeah oh yeah that's i mean man you must it's just like all sorts of people because you put yourself out there literally on the street you don't know who's gonna walk by and i mean i guess it's santa monica so you're dealing with a combination of tourists from all over the world uh local residents uh whether they are housed or unhoused Um, and yeah, all different types and, and, you know, especially in LA and on the beach, you know, we have, there's a significant homeless population here too. And so, and a lot of them have, you know, deal with, with mental illness. So man, it's like, I'm sure it probably toughens you up a little bit, uh, but also kind of teaches you, uh, how to, uh, interact with people or just even like how to engage because i guess you're having a that's like so challenging i mean we did that i I performed on the promenade for four months and yeah you know just for the four months like we learned a lot uh but it was like a big thing of just like how do you get people to stop walking by and like give you a couple seconds of your time um what were some like things that you learned of just like some some tips that you learned from street performing to just like get people to listen to you um, I guess, yeah, I think it really like, uh, it, it affected my songwriting, I guess, I guess in like encouraged kind of mixing it up some, cause I feel like when I first started songwriting, I was writing, I, I still write a lot of ballads, you know, like sure. slower songs, but yeah, when I, um, when I started street performing, I think I, I learned that like some of my faster songs would kind of get people to stop, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I guess I, I kind of, I kind of learned like how to, how to get a crowd to stop by a certain song. And then you like hook them in by the like slow ballad, you know, or something. Mm. And and you also kind of 
gauge, you know, if you've got some teenagers, you know, yeah, definitely start with a faster song. If you have a romantic couple, maybe mm -hmm. a love song or like something, or, a, you know, a solo person, some, maybe a sad ballad, they, they look, <laughs> they look, if they're looking down, maybe something they can relate to, you know? Like, yeah. So just like, and also I think sometimes when you, you know, you know, kind of sometimes people are you like it too. If you just tell a little snippet of a song about what mm -hmm. the song's about before you play it, you know, a little story. Yeah. A little story to kind of hook yeah. them in, you know? Nice. Nice. And, um, yeah, so it definitely taught me and, and, you know, kind of the amount of eye contact with mm. the viewer with that, like is, is good and not too much, mm. you know, and mm. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so, man, it's so, it's, it's such a skill because, you know, I, like I remember being on the street and it's it's kind of as people are are walking by, there's like this this um kind of this pull to to try to get them to stop and listen by any means necessary. Even if it like takes you out, like takes you off brand or takes you off of like what's you know feels natural or intentional, or it's just like, you know, I don't know, I'd be like coming up with dumb songs about a dinosaur on a guy's shirt and like yeah. saying you know whatever just like to get them to stop but then oh, they yeah. stop and then they start listening and then it's like but did i even want this guy to stop and listen anyways i don't know and but sometimes they do and they give me you know a, a dollar i'm like all right well i guess that was worth it and it, it's just like it's it's a weird thing because right if you if you kind of change uh it's like this it's this fine line of of not changing who you are inherently as an artist staying true to like wh who you are but also having to cater to that medium of yeah, performance really. style because like yeah. every 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 performance medium whether it's in a club a small club whether it's on the street whether it's on a live stream through a computer whether it's in an arena you know you have to alter your performance slightly to cater to the medium yeah um and it's like what have you learned by like performing on the street like how do you kind of um i mean you said you kind of wrote uh more upbeat songs which were still i mean do you still connect to those songs oh yeah i mean still okay. like probably 80 percent of my songs are slow or okay, ballads, okay. You know? yeah um but yeah, no, I just kind of learn like when to pull them out, you know, kind of, and especially sure. like if I get a big right. crowd, I might do two of them in a row, you know, and then do the ballad, mm. you know, instead of, mm. um, but, um, yeah. And also I, I have done a couple of kids music albums too. So, oh. so sometimes I'll, it's really fun to like, I'll get like a, you know, uh, I'll get like a little kid stopping by and then I'll get, do like the feeling silly song, you know, Cute. and then Sweet. we'll get a crowd and then I'll, then I'll pull out the, like the, you know, this is a sad one about my dad passing away or, you know, like the contrast, you know, like hmm. sometimes actually it does work. Well, obviously if there's like a lot of kids, you don't want to play a really sad song, but like, but you know, yeah. you know, it's kind of nice to like have, you know, one that feels one emotion and then get, throw them another emotion really quickly. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all like kind of, you know, I mean, live streaming and street performing, you know, it's like, you can just test out so much stuff mm -hmm. and, you know, some of it's going to work and some of it's not. And you just kind of mm -hmm. got to like take it, you know, take it as it comes. It's, it's like comedians testing out material, uh, in front of a live audience is like the only way that you're going to get better at that 
style of performance is by doing it in front of a crowd. And I mean, I guess that, you know, the street, it's, it's in, in a sense, very low pressure. Uh, you yeah. test things out and, and you'll, you'll figure out very quickly if they flop or not, uh, you know, people just keep walking or they stop and listen like, yeah, and then they keep yeah. going or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's probably a lot of these things you've learned inherently from, from performing on the street so much. So now, so you've been now live streaming for uh, over five years. Um, what would you say you've kind of carried over to live streaming from the street? Like what about performing on the street has, would you say, has made you um, a better live streamer or just kind of giving you some tools uh, to to effectively live stream? Yeah. Um, well, I guess... Yeah, performing on the street is kind of similar in that, well, when you're performing in a gig, right, you have a captive audience. Like if you're performing a regular club gig, you have a captive audience. With street performing and with live streaming, you kind of have this audience that's, you know, even on live stream, it's like kind of walking by, like they could click on another live stream, you know, if they want. And so you just want to, unlike a club where they're kind of, they have to be there. Basically they signed they up paid, paid, they paid a ticket. Paid, yeah. They're going to the be, room. they're right. going to sit through it unless it's like terrible. Of course, they're right. gonna sit through it, you know, <laughs> but, but like, yeah, unless it's absolutely terrible, even when we go to the movies, if it's terrible, we usually sit through the whole thing because we paid for it. Yeah. So right. yeah. But, um, but you know, with these free shows that are just, you know, they, they don't, they haven't committed like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. you really gotta, I guess I did learn from street performing. Um, yeah. Just how to try to hook them in. Um, also, I think kind of, um, I think that also different from the stage is that with street performing and live streaming, I think sometimes the audience, rather than having that feeling like where the, the artist is on a stage mm-hmm. and they're below, you know, they, is a sim, you know, when you're on the, when you're in the street, it's kind of like you're on the same level as these people, you know? Mm. And, it, and so I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but, but yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you're connecting to them, not only as a performer, but as a person, they, they want to feel like. I don't know. They yeah. feel like they know you because they see you in this informal setting and same with live yeah. streaming. They see you performing from home. So mm-hmm. uh, beyond the music too, they also want to see, they want to see that you see them. They want to yeah. see your comments. They want to see uh, you watching on the street. They want you to like recognize when they give you a tip, you know? Yeah. And so I guess like connecting to them as a person as well, mm. you know what I mean? It, whereas opposed yeah. to a stage where, where the stage is, where the audience is all, you know, dark, you can't see anything on the stage because uh-huh. you're blinded by the lights and you're on this like pedestal basically. So right. I guess those are some similarities. Um, no, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And that's, that's really interesting to think about because right, when you're in a club, the lights are off, there's a spotlight on you. You might not even actually see anybody else in there. You might just like kind of hear their applause or their, you know, shuffles around or whatever. Um, and or maybe you kind of see the first few rows or depending on the kind of music you do. But it, it is you're you're literally above them. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and like you're literally on a different level than yeah. the audience, whereas on the street you are literally and figuratively on the same level. Yeah. And it's similar to that when you're kind of I can see that live streaming because, you know, when you're in a club uh, at a ticketed performance it is understood that you don't really heckle <laughs> the the, yeah. the performer like by yelling anything out is 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 pretty much um you know 
not really that encouraged for singer-songwriter shows necessarily. I mean, if you're at a rock show, you scream whatever you want, I suppose, and yell. Other than, like, yelling out song requests or I love you, Claire, or something like that, like, you know, yelling at a, at a concert, at, at least like a singer-songwriter show, is not really that encouraged. Whereas, like, a chat box on a live stream, yeah. you're it's like they're constantly – engaging with you maybe not yelling necessarily but like they're constantly talking to you and they they kind of want to be acknowledged and it's almost encouraged when you're on the live platform live streaming to like acknowledge that it's like this isn't a video this is actually a live stream and i just saw your comment and and you acknowledge the comment yeah yeah exactly i guess it's that kind mm. of acknowledgement like yeah when you're street performing you know oh give them a glance you know make sure they mm. see that you see them or they threw in right. a tip give them a smile or say thank you you know Mm -hmm. Um, just so that they know that you appreciate their presence, you know? Yeah. Cool. So yeah, let's, let's talk live stream more because I'm very intrigued by this, obviously with the live music shut down uh, around the world and, and, and some, you know, some of the, uh, touring experts, I guess the, the, uh, the members of the industry that are, that are on the highest levels, um, you know, booking and promoting kind of some of the biggest shows in the world, like arena tours and, and that kind of stuff. They're they're estimating that live music may not come back till 2022 wow. now. Um, now, that's on the biggest level. And, and you know, obviously, there are already shows that are happening on small levels. Backyard, I've played a backyard concert. I've played a drive-in concert. You know, there's already yeah. like some kinds of safe kinds of concerts. But regardless – Touring as we knew it and live performing as we knew it has pretty much halted for the time being. And so a lot of people have turned to live streaming. A lot of people are trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to effectively live stream. Now, you've been doing it for five years um, and now you're making your living live streaming, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it can be lucrative, too. That's that's like what's so interesting to me also because, you know, Facebook and and uh, doesn't really have an in-app uh monetization tipping mechanism i guess um but you what are the what are the live stream platforms you use now because you live stream on a bunch right now you, you said periscope yeah um i'm i live stream on periscope twitch facebook youtube and uh sometimes instagram too yeah so. wow okay um why why do you use all the platforms why not just pick one um well, I, ever since like quarantine happened, I thought this is like a good opportunity to explore all of them. Okay. And um, with, um, you know, I've, I kept hearing about Twitch too, because it's right. like the other one that's ex like, like Periscope, it's just exclusively live streams. You know what I mean? Sure. Yes. And so, you know, I thought I like- People are there for one reason. They're when like, there for one reason. When you reason, go on Facebook, yeah. you're like, you're there for whatever. You go on Instagram, exactly. it's like, oh, what's going to hit me? But like, you go to Twitch, you go to Periscope, you know what you're there for. Exactly. And people yeah. are looking for that, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to get on that one. Um. Facebook, I thought, you know, also uh, I can- I can multi-stream now that I'm now, yeah, now that I'm an affiliate on Twitch, I can't multi-stream with Twitch, but I can multi-stream with Periscope, Facebook, YouTube. I can do them all at the same time. If I, what do you mean multi-stream? You mean like, like the same, like you're streaming live, but instead of hitting go live on Facebook and it's just on Facebook, you are able to live stream to multiple platforms all at once. Exactly. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, I do it through this, uh, service called restream. Okay. Oh so, yeah. And so it's, it's pretty cool. So I thought, well, since I'm already doing, you know, Periscope, um, yeah. 
I can, I might as well also do Facebook, you know, at the same time or do YouTube mm. at the same time and try to grow those platforms as well. You know, also encourage, since I have, you know, the most, uh, my biggest social media is Periscope to also try to encourage those, those folks to also be on Facebook and YouTube and mm. you know, on Twitch too. So, so I figure when I'm like live streaming them both at the same time, I always try to encourage them like hop over to, you know, Facebook to give it a like and a mm. share to you guys, you know? So, so yeah. So and, um, it's not just like building up your audience on one platform because that platform may die. Uh, and now yeah. you're kind of building up your audience across the board. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's I, like, especially from, from uh, playing gigs and street performing and, and touring and stuff. I have a lot of people on Facebook that aren't on my Periscope, you know, or, mm, sure. or aren't, aren't on my YouTube, you know? So, and I have some people that subscribe to my YouTube that aren't in any other places, you know? So, so yeah, just trying to like tap into all, all the fans I've made in various ways, you know? And mm -hmm. so that, so when I go live on all the different platforms, it kind of allows yeah. that. Real quick, I want to let you know about Two Lost. Two Lost is a new distribution company to the space. And let me tell you, I am very impressed with them. I, I got a full deep dive demo with the founder. And yeah, they're very innovative. And when you come into the distribution space at this stage with how crowded it is, you better be innovative. And they are. Yes, they will get your music out to Spotify, Apple Music, all the places, plus 450 other outlets around the world. They do not take a commission. This is why 300,000 artists and labels have already used them. They've already distributed 7 million songs. They offer payment splitting, and they don't charge your collaborators for this service for the payment splitting. They will just pay your collaborators directly for free. They have publishing administration with BMG, so you know it's legit. A lot of distributors have... have fallen into trouble with using some other uh, less than legit pub admin services. Well, two losses partnered with BMG, you know, it's legit. They offer instant royalty advances. Uh, this is something that's very cool. And if you have historical streaming data, and you need just a bulk payment up front, they can see how much your music has earned in the past. I'm like, all right, we think we know what you're going to earn in the next three years. Here's a check for 100 grand or whatever it will be. And you can just click a button and get that distributed and um, into your account immediately. They do lyrics and credits distribution for free. They have a very innovative analytics platform where, yes, you will see real-time analytics for Spotify, Apple Music, but also Pandora, Deezer, SoundCloud, and Peloton. They're the only ones that do Peloton. Uh, they also have a service where you can search the internet wherever your music is being used and it will just show you a chart of everywhere, every TikTok video, everywhere, every YouTube video, everywhere your music is possibly being used. I've never seen this before. That was very cool. They'll register you with SoundExchange. And they have a fraud prevention tool. And they're doing fraud prevention. So if you're worried about your music, you know, getting a bot attack or something like that and getting ripped down, which we've seen is a big issue, uh, they have fraud prevention tools that are better than most other distributors that I have seen. Check out Two Lost. You can just go to twolost.com. Use the promo code Ari's Take for three months free and try them out. Let them know what you think. Yeah. Tell me about um, the monetization possibilities on all the platforms. Like, uh, I know when Periscope started, there was no in-app tipping, but there is now, right? Yeah, there is now. There's um, super hearts and stars, basically. 
Um, what does that mean? So, um, they're just, it's just kind of like a button when people are watching, um, uh-huh. when people watching your live stream, they can buy these, um, super hearts from the app, from the app store. Um, oh. and yeah, and then they just like tap it and, you know, sends, and it will send you tip basically. So oh, nice. yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool because I mean, PayPal and Venmo are obviously great too. Cause you can get them like right away. Um, but the cool thing about like these in-app tipping uh-huh. uh, um, options is that, you know, it's kind of a people immediately, you immediately see, and you can say, thank you. Like right away, like mm. everybody sees too. It Not like shows you. up on the screen. Yeah. It shows up on yeah. the screen. Like everybody cool. sees, so they can kind yeah. of be like, look, I gave to Claire, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm, is kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's like when you're street performing and someone tips you in front of other people, they can see, they can feel good uh-huh. about themselves and everybody can see it, you know? So yes. like, that's the cool thing about the in-app tipping things. Twitch also has bits and subs and, um, they're, bits, they're bits is what it, what are the, bits is also bits like a, bits is also uh, a, a tipping in-app tipping thing oh okay um, so like yeah, periscope and, you said had, they call it super hearts twitch and, calls it bits yes exactly Got it. yeah okay yeah okay. and um and subs, and what subs are subscriptions to your channel so basically they can watch your channel without having to watch an ad and then they also mm-hmm. get access to like special emotes and stuff that they Do can they use pay the for subs is that a, yeah like a so you thing? pay a, a monthly thing for a sub you pay like yeah, a subscription. They're basically subscription. like yeah. subscribing to yeah. and they can also your channel. Gift, gift subs, gift subscriptions to other people too, which is a big thing on Twitch. So which is Crazy. kind of cool because they're like they're you know, it's kind of way for them to be like, look, I'm giving to Claire and I'm also giving to the community, you know, so it kind of helps that like community. Oh, so that's really cool because on YouTube you subscribe to somebody, it's free and it's like that yeah. eh, maybe they'll pop up, but like if you want to subscribe to somebody on Twitch, you're like making a financial investment into that exactly. person. You can follow someone for free there, but you can't sub okay. for you know, I mean, yeah. Got it. What are the how much is a subscription on Twitch? Um, a subscription, the 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 first level is four ninety nine. Okay. And then um, four dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Got it. And then and then the um, the the there's performer, like tiers, performer right? Tier- yeah, there's three different tiers. The performer okay. gets half of it. The second tier, I believe, is nine ninety nine, and the second one is twenty four. Third one is twenty four ninety nine. I think. Okay. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. oh, so it's it's split fifty fifty with Twitch. Yeah. So if like mm-hmm. I subscribe to you at the first tier, the four ninety nine level, five bucks, basically you get. Two fifty, two dollars and fifty cents. Twitch gets two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that the same for bits and stuff like that on Twitch? Um, yeah, it's half. Yeah. 50. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then, all right. So there's like in-app me- mechanisms on Twitch and Periscope. Um, yeah. Periscope. I think so, you, the the performer gets sixty sixty six percent. I think of the tip. Oh, they're okay. all different. So I think YouTube and YouTube is fifty yeah. percent too. I believe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think if if. If YouTube is the same as it is for what they pay for ads, it's 55% to the creator and 45% to YouTube. I believe, okay. I, I don't know about the live stream yeah. thing yet, but if if it's the same as it is for, that's how they split the um, ad revenue amongst their partners and stuff like that. So um, is there in-app tipping on YouTube? Um, there is if you're monetized. So yeah, if as okay. long as you have to, you have to get a thousand followers, but also um, or so a thousand subscribers, and but 4, also four thousand watch hours. I've been four thousand like watch hours in the last yeah. year. In the last three right, right, right. Okay, so it's the same as if you want to run ads on your videos. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you want to actually accept tips on your live stream, and do they call it anything fun like super hearts or bits, super stickers, and super, stickers. super chats? Yeah. And super what? And super chats. Super, super stickers chats. and super chats, yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. And then, but Facebook, 
I know they were like talking about rolling out some like they do have coins. stars. Yeah, stars. They do have that's stars right. And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they have. Those but well. do you use that? I don't know. I've you know, never seen I, anybody use that to be honest. Um, yeah, I I have I have not used that yet. Okay. I, yeah, I've been this. I was kind of torn as to what. Yeah, I haven't used it yet. It's also they had it exclusively for gamers for a little bit, but and, now I see okay. other people like now it's you can apply um, to do Got it. it. Um, with Facebook, because of the clickable links, I've just been using like uh, PayPal and Venmo and my online tip jar, um, oh, my virtual right. tip jar. Yeah. Um, because that's also like immediate, and that's you know you get a you know pretty high. Uh, I mean, obviously you get the PayPal and Venmo percentage, which is I mean Venmo you get everything. So, so. Um, oh right. Whereas like yeah. Twitch, you get fifty percent. Venmo, yeah. you get a hundred percent. PayPal, you get like ninety-seven percent after transaction fees or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, so I push that. You, I've, I've been pushing that as a, yeah the PayPal. Do people actually do that on Facebook? Yeah, I do, and I always like I I try to you know keep my alerts open so I can see and say thank you right away. You know? Ah, so you can publicly acknowledge them even though yeah, it doesn't pop exactly. up on the screen exactly. like Twitch or Periscope. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, so that's always been interesting to me because I you know obviously like when when the quarantine started and live music. Uh, shut down everybody was going live and people were like pinning uh you know pinning their paypal or venmo in the comments being like hey tip me here but you're actually it works right you're saying you like you actually yeah. get tips through that you know it's yeah it's it's good i mean some some with live streaming you got to realize like some live streams are going to be not very lucrative and like some will be amazing you know what i mean mm. you just kind of got to power power through the 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 slower ones, I guess, but yeah, definitely. I definitely get, um, tips on Facebook through like face, uh, pay, PayPal and Venmo. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's, that's a good point you make. And they vary in like the, you know, the, the, yeah, some people will send you a dollar, some people will send you a hundred bucks, you know, like it can vary a lot, you know, and you've gotten a hundred dollar tips. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, cool. It's yeah. uh that, I mean, right. That was the thing I remembered from performing on the street. Uh, you know, yeah, sometimes I do a two hour performance and make 30 bucks. And sometimes I do a two hour performance and make $300. And it's just yeah. like, damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so it's it's similar on, on live streaming. Yeah. I mean, you know, like just a few people, just a couple people can make a big difference. You know, like, mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. I have like, you know, a, 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 you know, a lot of supporters that, you know, will throw in like, you know, a dollar or two or whatever. I guess in super hearts or chat or whatever, but then I also do have uh, supporters that you know on a regular basis. You know they support me at you know much greater level. You know, and, you and know, I would imagine, when, but some also, but you know, throw you know tips to PayPal and Venmo and stuff like that. And, and cool. And I would imagine as people tip and it becomes publicly like you see either see it pop up on the screen or you acknowledge it i would imagine that encourages more people to tip, exactly. right yeah so yeah, that's yeah. why you i guess when you have some like really big streams where uh you're making a lot in tips and uh it's probably it, it's just like a snowball effect right yeah totally it's a snowball effect okay. yeah mm -hmm. cool so um of all the platforms that you live stream on what would you say where do you i guess one, where do you make the most money if you know what that is? Or two, yeah. where do you think you've built up the biggest um, engagement? Or maybe also, uh, where do people respond to you the best? Um, well, Periscope has definitely been my like biggest one because I, you know, I've been on there the longest. I have the most followers on there than compared to the other ones I'm on. Um, 
And yeah, so I mean, in terms of like, in, you know, on a contis- consistent basis, like engagement and tips and all that stuff, Periscope, Twitch okay. has been really great lately. I mean, I only mm-hmm. really started doing Twitch like full time um, in maybe late June. I mean, I was doing it kind of okay. occasionally, you know, sure. but then once I got all the nice gear and stuff like that, um, yeah, Twitch, you kind of have to have more of the technical, you know, nice gear and, you know, OBS and everything. But once I, once right. I got all that squared away, I started doing it on a regular basis. Um, and it's been really awesome. A lot of my supporters on there are from Periscope, you know what I mean? Like, okay, they're, sure. they, but, um, but they, they're also really loving it. And like, so it's, it's been pretty darn good the past couple of months. Um, cool. yeah, a lot of them are, a lot of my, the support has been from people who've supported me for years mm-hmm. who first met me on Periscope, but, but they're having fun with like all the gifting subs and like the bits cool. and all these like flashy things that pop up on the screen, you know, that kind of make it fun. And it's just like a new, you know, it's like a new thing. They've been watching me for years. It's, and like, now you're, I, it's like you're the main character in a video game on Twitch. I, I kind of yeah, feel it like is sometimes. Totally. You feel like you're a video game. And it's like when, <laughs> when in Twitch too, when you get like a big raid, um, from like other people bringing their people over, then okay. my, you know, it's really awesome. My supporters like try to show like, Hey, we're a cool community. And then they'll gift a bunch of subs to the new people. You know what I mean? Oh, sweet. And oh, so it is like a real community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both, that's what I love about both Periscope and Twitch. They both have like, they're really community feeling, mm. you know what I mean? Like, that's why, I don't know. That's, I think that's why people are, you know, want to watch them all the time, you know, like, or mm-hmm. want to stream on them all the time. And, you know, viewers want to watch them all the time. It's because they have their friends there and they want to say hi, you know, and like they want to, you know, just like a human connection, especially in these mm-hmm. times where we're totally disconnected, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, and of course they, you know, hopefully they appreciate the music too, but yeah, definitely the right. feeling, you know, that's so interesting because it, it, we are craving that human connection yeah. now more than ever, um, yeah. you know, uh, but, but ever since we've kind of moved into living online, uh, and that takes up more of our time and energies, we're still human beings and we still crave human connection. It looks different now than it ever has. Whereas, you know, human connection in the past, uh, might be, we all, you know, you go out to the bar and you hang out in the bar with your friends or you go out to a show and you're hanging out there and that obviously still exists, but there are still ways that we can connect with other people. And this is just like a way that people have found uh, to kind of hang out with their community virtually. Do you find that like when, when people show up to your streams, they're interacting with each other as well, or is it just with you? Yeah, they're definitely interacting with each other as well, for sure. Yeah. Um, How does that look, or what does that what does that look yeah. like? Well, um, yeah. I mean, the cool what, on Periscope, the one one thing that some of the people that like about Periscope is that they can see the like bubbles of all the people they follow are in the chat. They're at the bottom of the screen. Oh, so fun. they can cool. see who's in there right away and say, "Hey, hey," you know, Sweet. and they just like click click on the bubble and say, "Hey, how's it going?" You know, and they talk about whatever they talk about stuff with happening with their family, with the weather, whatever you know, mm-hmm. or the song. <laughs> the crap, they have inside jokes. You know, they all have like inside jokes and like oh, wow. they tease each other and stuff. And so yeah, and I mean, Twitch is the same way. It's you can I guess you can see who's in there if you like click on this part you know, you can kind of look through the whole list, but you can't necessarily see sure. just your following, but you have to kind of look around. But once people start chatting, obviously they can see who's in there, you know? So they yep. can just like, yeah, have their little conversations and, and, um, mm. you know, they have their, yeah. on Periscope, they have their like super, super heart, like 
challenges, you know, try to beat each other. And on Twitch, they have the sub, like who can out sub people, you know? And huh. yeah. And so like, it's like, it's gamified basically. It's totally game. in, in, yeah, in a it's, sense. It's, in it's a fun. Sense. Yeah. It's like a great cool. games for musical games for grownups. <laughs> <laughs> musical games for grownups. I love it. Um, nice. So I, I would imagine since now you're doing it so consistently, I, how, how often are you live streaming these days? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been live streaming a lot because now I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say about six days a week. I'm cause I I've, I've really wanted to, since I started doing Twitch as well. And then I, mm-hmm. since I became an affiliate, you know, I, I can't do it at the same time as the other platforms. So I'm like, I'll do the, the you know, stream. Is that technological or is that they, they don't allow you to do that? Like they don't allow you rules. to do it. Once you're earning money okay. on Twitch, you can't be live on another platform at the same time, but until you, and... until then you can, but just Got once it. you start uh, earning money, you can't, um, okay once you can start getting bits and stuff. So yeah, I'll do like a, I'll do like a Periscope and, and maybe a Facebook at the same time. And for, you know, I don't know, an hour and a half or so. And then I'll be like, okay, after party on Twitch, let's go over there. You know, oh, wow. and then, I'll, Fun. Okay. then I'll do like another, you know, it, at Twitch, I, is, I, I, you know, I sometimes I say, okay, we'll, we'll do an hour, but then if we get a raid or something and it's like mm. always like that last song, we get a raid or like, <laughs> or, or something cool happens and I'm like, okay, yeah. we'll go. And then I'm like, okay, this is the last song. And then we get another, like last night it was like, we just kept getting little raids. I'm like, okay, now it's been three hours. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In so. one stream? yeah three hours oh, oh wow my God. yeah how and long are your streams typically well well like well back when i was street performing i would do three hour streams a lot because i'd street perform for three hours you know then oh, with the wow. home quarantining stuff like usually an hour to two hours but okay but yeah and then the, since i've been like new to twitch i just been kind of you know having fun like doing new stuff and um and just kind of like yeah i leave it up to the the fate of uh raids mm-hmm. and how many viewers we get and then i just decide Fun. to keep going or to close it down um wow but yeah it just they really uh, differ it, it can it's usually my stream is going to be anywhere from well sometimes i'll just do a quick half an hour one on periscope or something well you but usually they're anywhere from an hour to three and a half hours wow yeah so you must i mean well i should ask do you enjoy this yeah, I do enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely days where I force myself to do it. I'm like, okay. and especially that's the thing. Like, I think with, with any job, well, the thing is that it's fun job. So, but, but kind of like any job and, and in the beginning, sometimes I'll be like, I'm so tired. You know, I really don't have the energy. I don't, I don't feel like I, I don't want to be on camera right now. I don't feel mm-hmm. no, whatever, but then I force myself to do it. And then it usually, you know, it, it usually like, kind of the adrenaline, I don't know, you know, the fun of it starts mm-hmm. kicking in and stuff. So, you start to get the interaction. Yeah. The interaction like that. Yeah. I definitely yeah. enjoy it. I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's it's a, overall, it's a pretty fun job, but you know, like any job, sometimes you're not going to have the energy and you just do, you have to show totally. Up. I mean, even at like, I watched that Katy Perry documentary and even at her level, when she was touring arenas and stadiums, like there yeah. were days where she's like, she's literally bawling her eyes out before she has to go on stage. And she's like, I just can't, I can't do it. And then you <laughs> see her like being lifted up through the trap door smile, with a huge plastered yeah. grin on her face starting yeah. the show. It's like, oh my God. Like yeah. even at like literally at any level for any job and that's her job, like you yeah. got to perform and whether you're going to be, you know, perform in front of a camera for 30 people in a live stream or in front of 30,000 people in a, in a stadium or whether you're, you know, 
at a coffee shop and and you got to show up to work there for that kind of a thing. I guess it's just yeah. like, you know, this is our job and this is like what we do. And, and I, I like that. So you've made this like a regular routine for you. You do this, you said, how many days? Five, six days a week? Yeah. Yeah. Do, about five, six days a week. I mean, do you, you know, if, and if people don't want if, you know, people want to get in live streaming, you don't have to do this that many hours. I'm just trying okay. to like multi-stream in all these different places. And it's just kind of been like, you know, since quarantine, I just decided to like kind of experiment and, you know, try all this out, you know, but yeah. But yeah, so let's, let's talk about that. Cause there's a, there's a lot of people listening right now who maybe have thought about live streaming. Maybe they tried live streaming on Facebook uh, or Instagram and like, man, nobody tuned in. And, yeah. and like, what is your advice for people who want to get started live streaming and, and, you know, want to maybe try to make their living doing that? Um, well, I guess, yeah, what, my advice would be, you know, to just do it, <laughs> to maybe okay. make a commitment to yourself. Like if you really want to get into it, say, okay, and make a commitment that's reasonable. Don't overdo it. Like, you know, if you're just starting and you're not sure if you like it, don't say I'm going to, you don't have to do it five days a week. You know, you could do it if you, if you, you know, you could say at least three days a week. Okay. And then test yeah. it out and see if you like it and then up it or whatever. Um, and commit yourself to doing an hour in each of those, but then feel it out. Like if, if an hour in, if it's going really well, don't just shut it down, you know, keep it going. You know, I mean, if an hour in, if you're feeling really discouraged, then, you know, shut it down. Maybe, maybe say, I'll try again tomorrow, you know, and mm. like, you know, it, it, so I'd, I'd say, yeah, definitely, definitely. You have to kind of make a commit to yourself. You know, it is like showing up for work in a way. And sometimes it's going to be really fun. And sometimes it's really not going to be fun. Um, but you just have to, yeah. And also just t try to keep things with the, the fun, the cool thing about live streaming is like, um, Unlike putting a video out on YouTube, you know, where you kind of, for me, someone like me, I overthink all, all my other social media posts, you know, like Instagram, right. like what is okay. You know, like, like I literally think about it like for two hours, like what is the caption? Oh, I don't know about this photo, you know, but with the cool thing I think about live streaming is you can just kind of click, okay, I'm going live, you know, mm -hmm. just going to do this and I can't overthink it. It's live, you know, mm -hmm, and that's like mm -hmm. the beauty of it. Um, you know, and I, I, and you know, now, especially now that we're in quarantine, it's kind of you know, without many live shows happening, it's really the closest thing you're going to get to a live show with an interaction, you know? Sure. And, um, so yeah, try to enjoy it and, and, and try to also like definitely notice your audience and, mm -hmm. you know, if they appreciate it, you know, um, be, you know, be grateful for that, obviously. And, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, just remember that there's, you know, even if there's five people, if there are five people are appreciating it and you're making a difference in their day, that's awesome. You know, mm -hmm. like it's all about quality and not quantity, you know, it should be about, you know, and, mm -hmm. And if, you know, connect with, you know, try to connect with them, answer their questions and mm -hmm. just remember you're making like human interactions as well as performing. And, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah just stick with it really is the biggest thing, you know, you know, yeah, you make a, make a commitment. At least I'd say at least three days a week. If you really want to do it, I'd say five days a week. Um, if mm. you, you really are like gung ho about it and try out all the different platforms. Cause you might get discouraged on Instagram. You might get discouraged on Facebook, but definitely try out like Periscope or Twitch where, where there's special platforms specifically designed for live streaming, you know, mm. specifically designed for people looking for live streams too. You know, your, your audience, you know, is looking for yep. audience. There is looking for a live stream to watch. Mm. So if you get discouraged with Facebook or Instagram, definitely try these like specialized platforms, I'd say. Sure. Um, yeah. Cool. And it would take a while. It might take a little bit to build up an audience, but mm -hmm. just remember to like have patience and just stick to it. And usually there's kind of a tipping point, you know, where something will happen and someone will share it out or, you know, someone will see your live stream or whatever and tell their friends about it and then it will, you know, grow. But it definitely, mm -hmm. it might take a little bit of time just to just be patient. 
And How long did it take? Did, so you're saying that your first Periscope ever, you didn't have oh, yeah. thousands of people in <laughs> <No>. there? <laughs> yeah, my first Periscope, I mean, I think it was like maybe five viewers at a time, you know? Okay. Like, um, I, yeah, and it, it took me a few months to get to a thousand followers. And a few months yeah, to get to a thousand followers. Months. Yeah, mm -hmm. it took a few months. Like it took, yeah. So that puts it in perspective because yeah. I think, and, and I love how you just, you said it's about the human connection. And like, even if there are five people there, just five people, that's real human beings. There's actually five humans who are yeah. looking at you right now. Exactly. And like, you know, I think, right, it's quality over quantity. Um, and, and, and that one of those five might tip you a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't necessarily have to have a lot of fans. Like sure. if you have just a few dedicated fans, mm. you know, you can make a decent income from it. If, you know, if you're, if you're really connecting with them and they appreciate your music and they appreciate yes. your connection, you know, that's such a good point because, uh, that's the difference is like, we're so obsessed with these vanity metrics and these metrics yeah. of how many Instagram followers do you have? How many, people, you know, how many YouTube views are you getting? Whatever. None of that actually matters in the real world. When you really break it down to like, what are like, what do we need to survive in the real world? Yeah. You don't need YouTube followers to survive, uh, YouTube subscribers or Instagram followers, well. right? Not, they're not, yeah. Your I, Instagram followers are not subscribers. Come on. He doesn't buy me a coffee <laughs> right. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd love to show up to Starbucks I and be like, wallet, hey, but... <laughs> I just reached 10,000 followers on, on Instagram. Come on, Is this man. free? Like, yeah. all right, that's still $3.75. All right. <laughs> like, what does it do? There's no real currency with that. Yeah. But like, you make a really good point. It's just like, it's about that real connection. And these fans, it's like, it's the thousand true fans concept of, uh, you know, a true fan. And, and I, I've broken this down a little bit differently in the book. And, and this is a concept that, that multiple people will talk about. But like, if you can get a thousand people to pay you a hundred dollars a year, that's a hundred thousand dollars. And now you're making a very solid, significant living. And when you think about, okay, a thousand people, uh, that's doable if you really can think about all of that at becoming super fans. And it starts with like that one person that gives you a hundred bucks. It's like, man, there's my one of a thousand this year. And, but I'm sure, you know, I, people might give two, $300 and people might give $50. And so it, it's not necessarily, you know, hard and fast thousand, you need a thousand true fans, but like when thinking about it, that you're interacting with actual human beings, people that might support you for life. Now you've said that you have some people that have been following you and supporting you for years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, through Paris, yeah. Like some of my, you know, biggest, tippers and supporters have been following me for, you know, almost five years, I'd say, you mm. know, a, a lot of them found me end of 2015, beginning of 2016, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, they yeah. will be with you for life. I mean, these yeah. are your lifers. And that is really when, when you're thinking about it, like, what are we trying to do in music? It, we're not trying to get we shouldn't be trying to get more followers or likes or subscribers on the latest social media platform. We should be trying to build a career, a sustainable career. And how you're, we're going to do that is by getting fans. And I always say the difference between a follower and a fan is a follower wants to be entertained for free and a fan supports you financially. And so it's like building that base up of real, real fans, not just these, these, uh, empty follower numbers just to like impress somebody. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, um, 
Claire, this has been awesome. I've uh, learned a lot, and uh, man, it's just like the the you've really put in the time, and you have that uh, those ten thousand hours, and and, it, and there's just so much. Uh, it's like such a new frontier this live streaming uh, area that we're in right now. But it's it it can be exciting, and 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 actually, you know, I I feel like a lot of people, and me being one of those people, could look at live streaming as kind of a chore. And it's like, ugh, do I have to do it? And so it's like, but I like to see that you actually really enjoy it, and that this is something that like you have taken to, and that it can be fun, and you're building a really nice, sustainable career with real fans, and I love to see that. Um, I have one final question that I ask everybody who comes on the show: mm-hmm. uh, What does it mean to you to make it in the new music business? To make it in the new music business, to me. Uh you know, just means being able to make a decent living and being able to go out there, perform my music, um, you know, reach as many people as possible, keep putting out albums, you know, and just keep creating and keep performing, I guess, and for the rest of my life. Yeah, love it. (laughs) Awesome. Claire Means, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was really, really great. Thank you so much. is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a distribution service that can get your music into all the DSPs like Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram. Over a million artists have used DistroKid. I'm one of those artists. I've used DistroKid to get my music out, distribute some of my songs. As you know, as I look into all of these distribution services, I test them out. And DistroKid is great. They offer a ton of features, annual fee, unlimited uploads, and you keep 100% of your royalties. Check out districtkid.com.